This week on Casual Conversations on Adult Situations. Annoying Habits versus Deal-Breaking Habits. a better person you know not emotional intelligence <laughs> practical intelligence we'll call this practical intelligence mm. okay but but what is interesting is i want i want to know what women say about guys that's what i now granted i've been around women a lot most of my life mm-hmm. and i kind of hear a lot already mm-hmm. but for our audience sake mm-hmm. like what do women like to talk about and i see fucking just hair at like on the floor in the corner of the bathroom like uh, there's a hair on top of the toilet there's one next to I mean that's I, I see a lot that. of oh. hair oh my god the women shed like fucking husks so so Rob I was listening to a podcast the other day of these other two podcasters that I really enjoy mm-hmm and they get questions from their audience and the like normally i just you know some of the questions are whatever they're mostly relationship advice but this question got me really excited because it was it was so interesting and the options that the guy gave was also very interesting so wait this question had options it it did it had options so this man writes in and he starts explaining that his former or his late father and father-in-law was an abusive man like he cheated he was just not like not a good guy and he passed away and his wife kept the ashes in the basement okay okay so yeah so then they uh, decide they want to renovate the basement and in the process they clean everything out of the basement and throws everything away, including the ashes. I don't like where the story's going already. <laughs> this is bad. Oh, okay. So, right. uh, unbeknownst to him, like he didn't realize the ashes were in the basement, so well, he didn't yeah. know. His wife put them there. Well, how long? I mean, like, was it was it one of those things where like they renovated like right after the father passed away, or I, I, they weren't clear on that? They weren't clear on that. But the the part they were clear on. Ten years goes by. Uh huh. And the mother, the mother-in-law, the you know the the wife, yeah, bought a, like a burial plot or something. So this is the wife of the man who passed away, right? Okay. Um, to bury his ashes. Oh jeez. So when the husband realizes, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. So when the husband realizes that the ashes were thrown away during the renovation, he's like, I have three options. Okay. Where's George? <laughs> Where's George? I'm looking for George and I can't find him. Where did you leave your father-in-law? Right? You bastard. <laughs> Sorry, I can so... you see this erupting real bad. Oh my gosh. So the first option is come clean, tell the truth. Okay. You know. The option A, come clean, tell the truth. All right. Which is probably, I mean, I, I'm just going to go with this. Before you even tell me the other options, <laughs> I... Probably in this situation, that's probably the best option, I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. But let's hear the other ones. Okay. Second one is get... <laughs> this one makes me laugh. Sorry. Um, <laughs> second one is get a bunch of his friends, plan a fake robbery. What? Break into the house. <laughs> and like break a pot or something that looks like it has ashes in it and it's ruined or something. You know, or like steal the ashes. I don't know. Maybe it's a really nice urn. Who knows? Yeah, and I'm sorry, you know, 
I married your daughter like 20 years ago, not realizing that one day we would have a break in the house and it would they just they just wanted Georgia's acid ashes. The only thing they wanted his ass. They wanted his ass and they couldn't have it, so they, they had to take his ashes instead. So the third the third option is We're taking is, your father in law's ass. He's not alive. We're taking his ashes. This third one is They have uh, a gunpoint. You get another urn and fill it with like dirt and things that look like ashes mm. and like play it off as your father in law. See Believe it or not, mm-hmm. before you even gave the options, that was like the first thing that popped in my head to be like, oh shit, it's, it's time to go figure out what kind of urn you had and just get some, like go burn some like logs and shit, yeah. <laughs> like collect yeah. all the ashes and throw it in there. Um, so the break-in, oh my God, that is just, that's horribly fucking stupid. I, I, that is just so dumb. Um, there's too many, que- like there's too many questions to be asked about the break-in like I could just see you know I've never been married but I could just see if I had a mother like a rather inquisitive mother-in-law I think she would be at this point too based on the fact that I just lost her the love of her life's like you know remains but he wasn't a good guy remember Oh, okay. Oh, so he wasn't. A, so then that's why they forgot about him. Yeah, for 10 like, fucking if, years. If my thing is like, if it, it did, like, if my, it mattered. Even though, even though we cremated him and we had his yeah. ashes, he wasn't good. So we just put him down in the fucking basement where he belonged. That bastard. Yeah, it was like it wasn't like he mattered, you know. Oh. Because gosh. you go ten years, not even like looking or like knowing. Yeah, I like, think that's more on the mother-in-law for not asking for those ashes, like before. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But if I was facing that situation, mm-hmm. you know, obviously the right thing is to tell the truth, you know, and, and, you know, ask for forgiveness. Hopefully the mother-in-law will forgive you. I'm sure that's something that's going to take her a long time to get over. <laughs> but, and I'm laughing because like the, the, the real me is like, no, nah, I'd probably go with option C. I'd probably find another <laughs> fucking urn and fill it with like dirt and shit. My and, problem is like, I don't like, I don't. Damn it. I don't like to carry lies, you know, like, it just, I, I, like, I can, I think coming clean would be the most difficult thing to do. It's the best thing to do. It is, because, one, you don't have to carry a lie, and that's, like, one thing, because I've done that before, and it's not, like, it's not a good feeling. Just imagine those showing up, I remember his urn being copper, why is this goldenrod? <laughs> um, well, we, you know... Tarnished, I'd shine it up. It uh-huh. just so happened I used the wrong, you know, tarnish shine. Yeah. My bad. My bad. My bad. I dog. would rather be the wrong tarnish shine than like losing the ashes like completely. <laughs> you know? Man, that is that is a tough situation. That is such a tough situation. It is. Uh, wait, but why? Wait, why does the fu- why does the guy have to explain it? Why doesn't the daughter have to explain it to I her don't own know, mother? No, because you know that I would I wouldn't be like uh, that's your mom. You know, and, you know and we decided to renovate together, but I think you were the one pushing. <laughs> you were the one pushing the renovation, honey. I think I think that that goes to like the automatic gender roles. Like the man is like responsible for all the fixing and all that stuff. Mm. And if something goes wrong, it's it's usually his fault. Oh, that's like the, the, the mindset. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's roles. that's what I that's what I we fucked to. up. You fix it, bro. <laughs> You're the man. I fucked up. You have to fix you the situation. You should have known my my father-in-law's ashes were down there. You know, honey, he wasn't that good of a man to begin with. 
your father, honey, your dad was kind of an asshole. Let's, let's just let's just be honest here. Even his coworkers, you know, when they showed up at his retirement party, they they all fucking were like, "Yay, he's retiring!" And they were actually happy he was retiring. They yeah. don't want to deal with his fucking ass anymore. <laughs> That's okay. I, I I could see that happening. Yeah. Um, man, that is tough. But yeah, you're right. Telling the truth is probably the best option. Yeah. But I, I concur. but but the simple fact of the matter is that like it, you brought up um, <laughs> like <laughs> gender roles and like I could see like like certain habits things and too that would that would bug me because like that that right there was like oh man that bugged me that I would have to go fix it because I'm the guy um, which is, is kind of is this a segue yeah but this is kind of a good lead into <laughs> what we're going to be talking about this week oh, yes. um, and. These are just, this this week's episode is going to be rather nitpicky. Uh, <laughs> we decided to do something like funny and just talk shit about just habits that we uh, we find annoying. We can Some of them we can put up with. We're probably going to say that there's going to be some that we can't put up with. But uh, yeah, so this week is just like annoying habits in a relationship, like, you know, that your partner has. Mm-hmm. So um, I wanted to go ahead and start off with... <laughs> Oh my I have to laugh because I know we've had this conversation, but now everybody gets to hear it. Um, not washing your dishes off, like not pre-rinsing your dishes before you put them in the dishwasher because like you get that, that food gunk, like tomato, oh, it's just so fucking disgusting. And that's how you get flies and shit. And that's like one of the most annoying habits. I don't know if that's a deal breaker for me, but God damn, it's like close to the top there. It's like, Wow, deal breaker that isn't that is intense it makes it it, it makes my bubbles brew if you will it, 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 if i was a volcano it would be like okay when is this thing gonna pop if it happens like more than once a week oh so angry like to the point where i you know i gotta start pulling stuff out because i like okay so like the food matter and shit will end up collecting at the bottom of the fucking uh, dishwasher. Right, in the filter. Yeah, exactly. And then you get all these fucking flies and shit, and then that, now you have flies in your kitchen. And it's annoying as fuck. It's just annoying as hell. Flies you know, you are want... annoying. And then yeah, when you have people over and shit, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, we, yeah, we keep a clean house, and then all of a sudden you got all these fucking fruit flies and fucking gnats and shit in your fucking kitchen. You keep a clean house, don't you? Yeah, blame her. She doesn't fucking pre the dishes. <laughs> I just, I, because, I mean, I don't... I don't like leave food, but like I don't pre. Well, I, I started pre rinsing recently. <laughs> after we had this conversation, after we had the conversation, <laughs> you started pre rinsing. I started pre rinsing, and then now the question is: Are I'm these glad you made a conscientious because... effort to be better. <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> that, because that makes me a better person. You know, not emotional intelligence. <laughs> Practical intelligence, we'll call this. Practical intelligence. Mm. Okay. Okay, that makes me a better person. Well, there's just, I don't know, I just, I've always found it very dirty. Or that, or they leave dishes in the sink. Like, if if you pre-rinse a dish and, like, leave it in the sink for, like, you know, half an hour, "Ah, I just don't feel like putting it away right now. I get that, but I try, as an adult now, because I used to do this shit all the time, and I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say, oh, I'm innocent from that, but I never put a dish into a dishwasher that was, like, covered in shit. I always had to, like, scrub them off before I put them in. I think I learned that from my stepmom, which I never got to because I was like, I had the same question like everybody has. Doesn't a dishwasher clean all that shell right. for you? Dishwasher, dishwasher. I know we have to. It's really hard to say that word over. And washer, over again. which washer. washes. <laughs> the key term being washer. <laughs> Go ahead, say washer. washer. All together now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but. 
Oh, it's just, it's so disgusting. Anna, what, what, what's, what's something you find annoying? I have a, I have a list here. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I mean, I have a list too, but I want to hear, I want to hear what's, uh, so one what's thing, one this is, this is one thing like, cause I, I worked like, in, well, I was a barista. I don't know if I was working, but no, I did work at Subway. Oh, you slang some cafe. <laughs> yes. I made the, I made the espresso. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> um, yeah, I know like food safety stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So one thing that drives me crazy, like first, like if you have like a nasty refrigerator, I am not pulling anything out of there. <laughs> I will not. You're not pulling. I it don't want to see where the food comes from. Just feed me. I don't want to see the refrigerator if it's like a nasty refrigerator. Uh, like just something about like the cleaning. I don't know what that has to do one with the other. No, I agree. It's like you know because fucking bacteria and shit will grow in there. Yeah. On top of that, if you don't cover your food when you put it in the refrigerator. Oh. Sorry. My uncle used to do that. That's gross. It, it is gross. It's fucking gross. I, it is gross. I live with my sister right now, and she does that. And I'm not trying to talk shit about my sister, but sometimes, not all the time. Now, she she's generally pretty good at covering her food, but sometimes she does leave like, uncovered food in there. But it's usually only like for like an hour or two, and then she'll come back and she'll, she'll, so it's not that that to me is not that big of a deal. But it's when like you leave shit in there overnight, mm-hmm. which she doesn't do. But like I've you know been in a relationship with a person where yeah they like left the sandwich like without saran wrap over it on a plate overnight and I'm like and you're gonna eat that (laughs) (laughs) no thank you now I will leave food uncovered if it's hot Mm -hmm. um but not like okay, so I'll put it in a container and I'll like turn the top of the container so it vents the steam. I remember you were telling me about this yesterday the science. Because um I don't want to leave it out on the counter because I don't want to attract bugs. I want it like in a closed space. I don't want to leave it in the microwave um, I don't know why. I mean, I probably should just leave it in the microwave. But, like, I just figure it, I'm going to put it in the fridge anyway. So I just put it in there, and then I just go back and check up on it. But the problem is sometimes I don't check up on it. The next morning, I'll wake up like, shit, i got to close the fucking lid. But, like, that's the most I'll do. But I try to be conscientious about that because I don't like that either. Because have you ever seen if you leave hummus out in the fridge without a oh, fucking Oh, it develops top? the skin? Oh. It does that when you leave it outside, too. Like out it looks counter. like, have you ever seen the, the Fantastic Four? I know it's like an old movie or like, I mean, do you know who the Fantastic I know who is? they are. Do you remember the thing? Like the stone yes, guy? Yes. Yeah, like that's what hummus looks like when you leave <laughs> it. starts to crack and look like the skin of the fucking thing. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. And then when you try to eat it, ugh, even worse. I have like, I have like some weird food aversions. I can't believe you're at, you're not asking me like if I actually tried to eat it. <laughs> I'm sure you have. No, actually. No, no really? No. Are you kidding? I throw that shit out. Like maybe if I was younger and more daring, like uh-huh. back in the day, when you're a college kid, you'll eat fucking anything. Well, have the, okay. And then you is, develop this standards. Is, this is like, maybe this is like a, maybe a Puerto Rican thing or like a like poor person thing growing up, but expiration dates on, on food. Like for milk, it's a smell pass. Ah, uh, I oh god, dairy is just always very tricky for me, and I'm really scared about dairy. I kind of try to follow the expiration dates on those bad boys, but I'll give milk like two days after based on the smell test. But anything after like three days after and past, I'm like, no, I'm I'm chucking that shit. <laughs> Have you? Ever... <laughs> oh my god, I think uh, I had a roommate one time gallon of milk all the way in the back like left corner of the fridge and we had like soda and whatever else in there so we were covering it up in the corner right and even though it's like granted this is a show about talking about you know annoying habits but granted I'm, I'm living with this person this is my partner but I'm living with this person so um 
<laughs> and dude, this was a college. And dude left the, the milk back there for like three months. I remember we opened it up one day and it was the chunkiest Ew. milk I had ever seen. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Oh I forget no. there was a movie where like some guy poured some chunky milk in. Or it was like, oh, was that like the, um, that was the Tom Cruise movie where they took his eyes out and shit. I can't remember that. Oh, face off? Uh, no, no, no the one, Cage. the one where they had like the the precognition, like the the, mm. the pre crime. I don't know this movie. I can't think. We'll come back to it. But anyway, so, <laughs> all right. So I have another one here. Okay. Um, this one is just kind of a pet peeve of mine because I really like to be independent a lot too. Not saying in the relationship you don't have to make sacrifices. Of course, you know you want to go places together, but whenever you have to like just go somewhere. And somebody, like, I had a girlfriend once, no matter where I went, if I had to go to 7-Eleven just to pick up a pack of cigarettes when I was a smoker, or if I had to go to just get gas, she wanted to go with me every fucking where. It was annoying. Hey, hon, I just want to go to Winn-Dixie, or I want to go to Publix to pick up, like, you know, some orange juice, some shit. Okay, let's go. Uh, what? I, I, it's right around the corner. I can go by myself. And I feel like it's almost like you're being babysat. It was, it's, it's codependency. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just say she was up my ass all the time? Okay, sure. Okay, so if that's if, that, if that's the main way of saying codependency, we're gonna say it's codependency. Well, if she was up your ass every minute. She she was definitely codependent. It was it was one of those things where like you know we worked. I worked until two thirty, three o'clock, and she worked until five thirty, and then like by the time she got home, all she wanted to do was spend every fucking minute. Um, and it was even on the weekends it was like every minute we had to be together and it was like I can't go hang out with my friends this weekend oh what are we doing with them uh, it's a yeah. guy's weekend we're going to be playing video games you're going to be the only chick there you know it's just one of those things where we're going to stop wearing deodorant for a day but, but then she would you know she would you know get upset and then she would ply me with oral sex <laughs> <laughs> she, she would she, she and, and and other and other match she was actually pretty magical when it came to uh, to certain uh, activities and uh, with that she was also um, very manipulative in that fact so I kind of went along with it but then you know one day you wake up and you realize oh fuck this shit yeah I don't know how do you feel about that do you like have to go or do you, do you want somebody to go with you like no. everywhere yeah I go through like I go through phases like I can I'm good with like people for a certain amount of time well except i mean the the biggest exception for a partner is like if i don't like find you annoying after day three <laughs> it's definitely gonna work out because <laughs> like i don't i, I it's like, a good thing we're having this show because they're like if i don't find you annoying by day three well we're gonna find out what you find annoying <laughs> all right yeah so keep on going oh uh, what was oh, wait i didn't finish my answer <laughs> <laughs> said if i don't find you annoying by day three Um, like, do you want to always like, hang oh yeah. So I like overall, like I, I like my alone time. Like I like to spend time with my girlfriends with, cause there's certain conversations you can have with your girlfriends that you can't have with a, a man. Like that. Such as? I mean, uh, Remember this is, this is this supposed is to be a little no holds barred. We get to talk about our men. <laughs> Deep thoughts. Yes. Get to talk about our sex lives, about our men. Okay, so, so, okay, so you get. So to basically, talk. we get to talk about, and then we talk about other things like, I don't know, pregnancy and like, menstrual cycles and cramps and like cures <laughs> you lo- and you kids. lost me at pregnancies. <laughs> like we talk about like, 
girl things. And it's not that it's not that you wouldn't be interested in hearing it. No, it's just, no, it's, it's, not, it's not necessarily probably like not your forte. Correct. But but what is interesting is I want I want to know what women say about guys. That's what I now. Granted, I've been around women a lot most of my life, mm-hmm. and I kind of hear a lot already. Mm-hmm. But for our audience' sake. Like, what do women like to talk about when they when they talk about guys? You said sex lives. Because I, I just want yes. before we move on to the next annoying thing, I want to open you know this up a little bit. You know what's funny? So I was um, I was at a bar with my friend, uh, with my friends, and she know after I tell the story, she's gonna she knows who she is. <laughs> and <laughs> kind of like the story I told in our last episode, right? <laughs> right. So uh, we went. So there's a tiki bar next to World of Beer downtown. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, like it's I, downtown I think, Orlando, right? Yeah, downtown okay. Orlando. I really like. I think I think the place. Plus, they they sell Nicaraguan rum, which is like for for the caña, which is like really good. Yes, rum. it is. I've had for the caña. Yeah, very nice. Very, so very it's good. a rum bar, and they have Ooh. rums like all kinds of rums from. I I'm you know, I did, but I digress. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> So her and I were sitting at the bar and we're talking, we started talking about our sex lives and like how like not good they are. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, now, now. And we're, I mean, at this point that we're both married. (coughs) Oh. So she's married, I'm married, she's married. Yes. I don't, I'm like, I am, I am kind of speechless because I'm like, ooh, I, I don't know what to say. It's like, you have two women sitting next to each other that are married talking about how bad their sex is. And then there's husbands. this, there's this really handsome guy ooh. sitting at the bar. And the plot thickens. And he, he, he's, he's obviously like listening to our conversation. Yeah. Because next thing you know, he's like, can I buy you ladies a drink? And then we started talking and we like, we found, you know, found out more about him. Along with this drink, here is a, uh, a key card. To He's my like, hotel I can, I can treat you the right way tonight, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had a threesome with a, a businessman from out of town? Because we can make that happen. Uh, not oh. a three, not a threesome. No. Oh no. <laughs> no, I, I was wondering if he was like trying to come on to, to both of you or one of you or. No, my friend. Or was, thinks, he, my or, friend or was he playing thinks, the lottery? My friend thinks he was hitting on me. Ah, I think you're more approachable, probably. That's what I hear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wow. So we took a deep dive into. Yeah. What so that really that, that like about. that's actually every time I talk to her, we talk about that. And I was like, we need so, to stop talking about this in public. So so a common theme between you and this one specific friend is how yes. shitty your sex is. Well, in your case, not with your ex-husband, but right. Excuse me. It wasn't but, uh, bad. It was just boring. Ah. Uh, Anyway, like spice up your life. Let's move on. Moving on. Moving on. Okay, so we'll get into more detail about that in another episode Mm -hmm. about how how bad sex is (laughs) when you're in in marriages. So, like, another one for me is, uh, and I, like, I, so leaving stuff everywhere. What do you mean by leaving stuff everywhere? Like, I was with somebody who would take a lot of vitamins, and they would leave the vitamins on the counter to, like, remember that he took them, or to remind himself that he has to, has to take them. Like the actual pills themselves or the bottles? The bottles. Well, yeah, I mean, I do that. I leave them on, like, my bathroom counter because it's in the morning when I go there, there's my, you know, my medications that I have to take in the morning. But if there's, like, an organized fashion in which that's yeah. done... Yeah, of course, it should be. They're lined up nice and neat. Right. His that's, weren't? No, he would just oh. leave them there. And I'm like... He was that's like, I don't she... take the same vitamins every day, so I just have to remember that I took it. And I'm like... I don't understand. <laughs> that's, if you're, oh man, that's something you gotta train yourself to do, man. 
and that's that's a lack of willpower right there because like if you have the will enough to remember to put things in order and then mm-hmm. know what the fuck you need to take every week yeah. are you serious like you should know once you take once you get on a cycle of taking medication if you don't take it at the right times you should have an effect I mean I know when I don't take meds I didn't take mine this morning and uh, I'm like trying to control my mood right now I'm, I'm oof I am heated. No, I'm just <laughs> He's <laughs> no. so angry. So angry. It's like the no, Hulk over um, here. <laughs> but like I do, you know, I do feel a little bit different today. But it's not, you know, super bad because I've taken my medication for days and days and days. I just, you know, I missed this morning, so it's not. Gonna be, you know, I even asked my doctor if I don't take my if I take my medication for twenty days straight and I miss a day. He's like, oh, you'll be fine. So you know, because I still have a lot of the chemicals in my system from mm-hmm. the medication. So not too bad. Now, by if I do it another two days, though. Woo, Bad. So you should, as a person who takes medication, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just saying you should know. Like, I have a, what to I have take a, I have a pill box, yeah. so I fill it up like every week. And even then, yeah, get one of those if you need organization. It is a whole thing. I bought him a pill box. He never used it because like I don't take the same vitamins every single day, and I'm like, okay. There's they, well, that's why they make the pill boxes with the different days. Right. On the, wow. <sighs> you know, some people just aren't logical. I'm telling no. you. No. No. It's, it's, it's a funny thing. It is. It, it, it drove me insane. See, I'm... Okay, so if, if we're talking about, like, stuff like on the bathroom counter, that bothers you, I'm going to go with hair. Oh, <laughs> my God. Now, now oh granted... Oh, my gosh. Granted, I shave, right? I shave my head. I shave my face. And I will get, like, little pieces of it. And, and, I'll, and I'll trim my beard over my sink. Mm-hmm. But, the, but the first thing I do, once I'm done with all that, is I, like, take a piece of toilet paper... Fold it up, put a little bit of paper on it because you know it's the hair will stick to it, and mm-hmm. then I'll just wipe off my entire bathroom counter. And then I'll, after that, once I get the majority of the hair off, then I'll go over it with a cloth just to make sure that shit ain't there most of the time. Okay, sometimes I miss a few spots here and there, it happens. I'm human, mm-hmm. but when I go into a bathroom and I see fucking just hair at like on the floor in the corner of the bathroom, like there's a hair on top of the toilet, there's one next to I mean, that's I, I a see lot that. of oh, hair. Oh my god, you women shed like fucking we do. This is why I'm like cringing over here. I was like, thank goodness. Like every every time before you come over, I do like the whole wipe down (laughs) just in case I don't get criticized. Like like an evil mother-in-law. What the fuck is all this hair doing in your bathroom? (laughs) This is disgusting. I mean, yes, but but at least you clean it up. At least you're aware of it. It's like when the person's aware of it, they do nothing. I mean, I live, I'm going to go back to a, a woman I lived with in my 20s and I wanted to marry her and we lived together for like 18 months. Um, in this like one bedroom condo, uh, and like the bathroom, oh my god, it was, it was hair everywhere, and I'm always picking it up, and like it was on my toothbrush, and it, it was just it was on like all my hair. Back then, I had a little bit of hair left, so I had some hair gel at the time, but that was gone after like a month of this our relationship. This is such a sad story. Yeah, yeah, it's like, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but like that that shit bothers. Oh god, it's just so disgusting. I think you're you're a little bit of a, a knee freak in some ways. It, you know, it's weird. I'm nitpicky on certain things, and on other things, I'm like, yeah, no big deal. Like, you could you could leave a wet towel on a bed, and that doesn't bother me. <laughs> but apparently, it bothers a shit ton of people. Cause I, I usually get yelled at all the get your fucking wet towel off the bed. That would be either my mom or a girlfriend or fucking you know. Eat. I hate to say it, I've done that at like a friend's house when I spent the night, and I'm like, and I'm aware of it. I'm like, oh shit, I need to get that towel off the bed as soon as like. I can, so they don't see it. And I got caught one time, and like, get your towel off the damn bed. Shit. We can edit that name out, right? 
We're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we could. All right. So, yeah, it's like, hey, get your damn towel off the bed. I'm like, oh, motherfucker. So that's that's like a bad habit I'm going to be aware of and that I have. So I'm probably sure that's annoying to some people. Yes. I mean, I'm I'm not like that particular about that. But, I mean, eventually take the towel off the bed because you're going to sleep on it, right? <laughs> Maybe I mean, if I'll sleep on the couch all the fucking time, <laughs> I'll be watching like you know I, I love my sci-fi shows. I love my I love what do I call my man my man soap operas. Your man operas. My my man operas and uh, yeah I mean if, if it's late at night you know because I'm, I'm the early bird I go to bed like at the the crack of dusk and uh, but you know I'll be watching one of my shows on the couch feet up next thing you know it's three in the morning I'm like what the hell the lights are still on the TV's like all black and I'm like oh shit what the hell I'm here so. And then I go to the bedroom and guess what's on the bed? A wet towel. Wet towel <laughs> wet that you towel put there. That I put there after the shower before I sat on the couch. I can see. I can see how that's that can be, become like, annoying over time. That's happened to me. Like, and I was pissed off. I'm like, dude, now my fucking bed is half soaked. What the fuck? And then you got to clean your sheets and everything. It's bullshit. Yeah. So yeah, it even annoys me. Um, but oh, another thing. Yes. Overflowing trash. I feel like you have a lot of pain points. It's not, because you sound like you're in pain when you talk about it. Because it's... I'm always the one that... I feel like... And I know it's probably selfish to say, but I feel like I'm always the one that is aware of these things. And the other person is like challenging me. Okay, you're going to do it anyway, so I'm just going to keep fucking filling it up. Or, or, yeah. You're, you're going to clean up the counter, so I'm just going to keep my fucking hair on. You know, like... So, because I'm always the one that caves and ends up like yeah. cleaning it or, or taking the trash out or washing the dishes off <laughs> I mean I'm, I'm like very particular about a kitchen so uh, uh, was it? my freshman year of college I lived with three guys mm. oh I don't know where this is going but this doesn't sound good already if you live with three guys your freshman yeah, year so dirty I didn't I didn't get in so I didn't go into so in at the college I went to the dorms that were left over didn't have air conditioning oh yeah oh so I cool. decided to get one of those like off-campus apartments where mm -hmm. you rent the room. Yeah. And I rented it with a friend of mine from high school cool. who was a guy. Oh yeah, no problem with that. I mean, yeah, right. I, I lived with it. I had one time I had one guy roommate, two girl roommates. It was like yeah. a four-bedroom apartment. Yeah. yeah. And then the other two rooms were filled with guys. Oops. So they would. I would. I was washing the dishes every single day. For everyone. Yes. Uh. And then I went on strike. <laughs> Like for like that, two that days. Kitchen must have and so oh my gosh, there were dirty. maggots. Oh, it was disgusting. And you know what? I I washed. I ended and up washing still, them anyway. And you still don't pre-rinse your dish. Oh my god. I pre-rinse my dishes now. I forgive you. Thank you. Excuse me. Please forgive me for, for jumping in. Yes, thank you. But I still forgive you for not pre-rinsing your dishes when you did. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, correct. Yeah, that's got it. Well, uh, what else did they do? I want to hear more about this, like living with three guys. I just want to hear the interesting stories now. Oh, my now gosh. This up. So did anything like just fucking crazy happen with these three guys where like maybe they brought like a bunch of girls home and you walked in on them like having sex or like you walked in on one guy jerking off on the couch while no, he was watching porn? No, that never Because this was back in the VHS era, wasn't it? Did people still have VCRs or was it DVDs at the time? It was DVDs at the time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're dating ourselves actually. But... <laughs> it was the DVDs. So... The DVD uh... era. Like I laser disc. So one of them was dating my friend and they fought so much. Like there was one time they like got into a fight and he like took her car and hid it on campus. Oh shit. And then like didn't tell her where it was. Bitch, go find your car. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you're gonna drive it. I got your keys. Oh my gosh. And then Damn, the other one up. oh my gosh, the other one I That's 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 a felony. 
because that technically could be like Grand Theft Auto because he he took her car and he without her permission yeah. and that's theft. I mean, you take yeah. something without somebody's permission, you're stealing it. And then there was this one guy who was kind of like a drifter. Like, he was super skinny. Like, he was always donating plasma. Like, he watched, would watch golf all day long. His girlfriend was 600 pounds. I don't think he had a girlfriend during that time. He ended up getting evicted. Oh, what? because, well, maybe the plasma payments just, it just you know, didn't. It just didn't go through. It was it was feeding his heroin addiction as well. Probably, doing, you know? probably. I don't even think they can give plasma. <laughs> I don't even know if they have plasma to give. And then the third one, he was, he's the one that got me out of my shell. I was very shy in high school. Mm. So I went to a Was that your friend? No, it was a a different guy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, he's the one, he took me to like a bunch of house parties. And he was like part Spanish or something, but he like passed as white. Ah, he was on the gringish side, if you will. Yes, he was blonde. Yeah. Oh, yeah I, yeah. I had a Jewish friend of mine named Craig. He was blonde-haired, blue-eyed. We, yeah. we, we call him the Aryan Jew. It was kind of funny. <laughs> Go ahead. And then, uh, yeah, I went to a party with him one time, and he, he's like, if you don't put a smile on your face and talk to somebody, we'll be going home. And then ever since then, Whoa. ever since then, and then he taught me how to eat, because I grew up eating steak full, like, Oh, like, like well, well done? done. Yes. Oh, oh, my God. I grew up that way. Well, my father eats it that way, too, and I can never understand no. how he it that way. He taught me how to eat it medium. Is, it, is that the lowest temperature that you will go? No, I will go medium rare. Uh, see, I am a black and blue slash rare oh. man myself. I like it bloody. Yeah. Which is the ex- exact opposite of, like, I mean, I've, I've had carpaccio, which is essentially raw. Yeah. 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 How do you feel about that? I'm fine as long as it tastes good. Yeah, I mean, I think our pacho is actually very delicious. Yeah, me too. And the capers, oh my god. Oh, <laughs> don't even go there. Now we're getting hungry. I know, right? <laughs> and we're gonna have, you know, yeah. you get. We well, got. We are watching the UCF game tonight because we are. UC, well, I am a UCF fan. Val is a. Uh, I'm a Florida Gator. Fuck. <laughs> he didn't know he was gonna become such good friends with with somebody who would adore the team he did. Well, the like. thing that well, the thing about it is, I mean, we. Freaking met like in college, and you went to UF, and I went to UCF. That's how we met. So it's yeah. like, but God. So we got to Unfortunately, we no. I should say. I should say. Unfortunately, fortunately, we cannot watch the watch the UF game tonight. But we can watch the UCF yeah. game. Dun, Fine. Dun, dun, dun. Fine. But, it's gonna be, I mean, they're playing the Volunteers. Yeah, the, well, they're playing Tennessee. Game. It's gonna be, yeah, it's yeah. gonna be a really good game between those two. We we got Villanova tonight. That's it's gonna be a test for us. I mean, the, we beat Boise State the other week, and that was on like a field goal for Boomer. Um, but anyway, moving on. Let's <coughs> stop talking. About yeah, football. we we totally got in the sidebar <laughs> talking about like what's going on tonight. So anyway, um, I have uh, I did have another one. Where is it? I think actually we covered it already. Oh, okay. Um, Everybody hates passive aggressiveness. So, I mean, we might as well just get that one out of the way. Um, like, did that bother you? No. And, like, you I'm fine. Head. I'm fine. Actually, we oh, have, God. that's one of the topics. I'm <laughs> fine. We are going to get into that in another show because we're going to get I'm into... What I'm fine really mean? We're going to get into women's language and how men should take it. <laughs> I'm, and I'm fine is going to be something that definitely gets explored a lot more but we'll just say for right i just want to say for right now when i hear i'm fine i'm like in the back of my head no you're fucking not let's let's talk about this either that or i'm going to go into another room and i'm just going to read a book or i'm going to do something to leave you alone and allow you to 
like stew. Yeah, like, like allow the person to stew in their thoughts and like, you know, because at, and when you say I'm fine, you are an emo- to me. I take that as you are in an emotionally heightened state and you are not thinking right. So I'm gonna wait till those emotions kind of go from a steaming boil to more of a saute. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You know, and then you're, st- you know, obviously you're still going to be heated. The person's still going to be heated, but you can talk about it then at least. And a little more logically, because I'm fine. If you try to open it up at that point, I think some things are going to come out that you might regret saying or she might regret. In my case, she might regret saying, or, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's what, like, I, <laughs> I was talking about this before, but um, especially when I'm really upset. Like, I, I freeze, right? So I don't, like, I don't know how to respond. I don't know what to say. Mm. And that's a, it, it's, it usually happens if, like, I feel like if I start getting lectured or, like. Do you laugh when you get nervous? Uh, sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. And um, that would happen a lot. So, especially in past relationships. And especially with my, I, I did the same thing with my dad. Mm. So that's where it came from. Yeah. And, um. Well, it's, yeah, I will. I will yeah. be there, and I'll start stewing, and I'll stew, and I'll stew. But I have to, like, I have to think about like, what am I going to say? Like, how? What am I feeling? Because, like, before I wouldn't be able to like address the feelings, mm-hmm. but now, like, I know that something's up. So I'm like, okay, what is like? Why am I upset? And then that's what. It, then I would say something. Yeah. But it takes me like a minute to get there. Well, I mean, we've already addressed the fact that you are different than you know most women that I know, and, mm-hmm. and that's a very mature aspect to take. Whereas the uh, the fiery, hot-headed Puerto Ricans I've dealt with in the past. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm Puerto Rican. <laughs> uh, exactly. That's why I'm saying. Like, I'm like, I'm you, like are, you are a, a unicorn amongst, um, how should I say, um, I don't want mares. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to be, I don't want to be mean to other women. I'm, I'm, just, but I'm just trying to say, like, you're, you're very unique in the fact that, like, um, and I'm not trying to put Puerto Rican women on blast, <laughs> but it, I, this is from my own experience. And because I have dated a lot of Puerto Rican women, they, they, sometimes have a tendency to have uh, the slightest bit of a temper yes, that's and true. they can um, can have a little bit of a jealousy streak and sometimes want to tear yes. their earrings off and want to fight a bitch I've seen that happen as a bouncer just as a bouncer I've seen that happen mm-hmm. I don't know how many times um, oh especially if it was like a Puerto Rican Dominican ooh, that oh, was, that's, oh man that's that a fight shit. that was some shit that went down she's about to go down um but so in dealing with the uh, the lovely island women that I have dealt with, it was I'm fine and no you're not. Shut the fuck up. You don't know what the fuck you're talking. Oh my god. Okay. Oh my gosh. That's, okay. That's well, intense. let me turn around and walk away. You ain't walking away from this shit. Okay. I guess we're gonna address this now, and it's not gonna be fun. Mm. Yeah. So I've learned as I've gotten older. You, you just gotta okay talk to me. When you when you feel you're ready, mm-hmm. and sometimes even that's taken the wrong way. But if you say it in a gentle voice, I mean, because you, you want to talk it out. I mean, yeah. I know I do. Some guys are just like, oh, fuck that. Because I, I mean, you'll find that I'm. We, we've already said this, and I'm not trying to put myself on pedestal here, but I, I'm rather communicative for a guy. We've talked about this yes, too. How communicative have. I, I have been, and that I've been overly overly communicative sometimes in relationships, to where. You know, is that, that such a thing? Well, that could see. That's the thing. Sometimes women want communication, and it, that's great. Of course, men should be communicative, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when you're overly communicative, I've also noticed that that can be a detractor as well to women, and, which which I find is really odd because like I'm doing exactly which 
I've done things in relationships where I'm like, I'm doing exactly what you tell me to do, and you're still not satisfied. Mm-hmm. But then that was on them. I mean, that's now that that's I'm older. That's them not knowing themselves. Correct. Now that yeah. I'm older, I'm like, they were insecure about things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so so I'm still doing the same things in a relationship, but now I'm a little bit more cautious as to the right information I'm giving. I'm not like trying to constantly stumble over my words and trying to over explain things Mm -hmm. if I explain something one time and you don't get it if you need further explanation I'll give you further explanation but if you don't like my first explanation well fuck it I mean that's that's exactly what happened I'm not gonna lie to you I I did this I did that I was with this person that person if you want to check you can but I mean then I feel that it defeats the purpose of the trust in the relationship Right. right you know and that all comes down to like you said insecurities yes Oh man, insecure people. That's, an, that's, another, that, that's topic. another topic. <laughs> we keep so so honestly, you know, y- y'all should y'all should hear this is our second show, and we keep like, oh, this is a topic we're gonna do, and and you're gonna hear this probably throughout the first few shows. I guess we're gonna touch on this another time. Yeah. Um, so let's end with. Uh, can you think of a habit that? Let, let's just end on this note. Can you think of a habit that you cannot put up with that is an automatic just. I, I can't deal with it. I can't be in a relationship with this person. Chewing tobacco. Ooh. And is is it because of the dirtiness of the mouth? Yeah, it's just... I, I, what, yeah, the dirtiness of the mouth and, like, you're essentially putting cancer in your mouth. Like, what's going to happen to... Because I find... Like, I, I didn't find, realize a leaf was cancer. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know what you're saying. I mean, I'm a big, I'm a big advocate for teeth. Like mm. I spend a lot of time on my teeth. I, I've seen you um, out protesting the the uh, the voting rights of teeth before. So I mean, <laughs> I'm, an advocate. Advocate. I'm a lobbyist for teeth. <laughs> I love fucking I like, incisors. If you have if you have a nice smile, like actually, you could put all of my ex boyfriends together, and they all have amazing smiles. So would you say you're bi, like bicuspid? I'm oh! bicuspid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm by husband <laughs> loving. That's like one thing that like I've always found like so, so when so, you're doing so like that ba- so it's, so it's really not chewing just chewing tobacco it's bad teeth. Mm, I could deal with bad teeth, but that, bad teeth are a little bit of a turnoff for me. Of course. Um, but I can get over that. But I think it's just like you're intentionally ruining your mouth. Ah. And. Because I, I think I told you once I did. Disgusting. I think. Well, I mean, I, I I naturally salivate a lot, so I mean, I'm going to spit a lot. No, the no black spit. Oh, oh, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's what I find disgusting. Oh, okay. Yeah, because, and yeah, it's nasty and it smells and yes. shit. Yes. Um, now I will say this: I did do chewing tobacco when I um I, yeah. I had the short stick in the army, and then after that I would do it, and when I wrestled too, because you know you don't want to smoke, you don't want to, and I was, I don't know what it was. I was like the smoker in my family. I was a heavy smoker by the time I was in my 20s. Um, heavy for me was maybe like a pack every two days, which to some people, that's not heavy at all. That's a lot. But, well, I'm used to people in my family, like my mother was like a two-pack-a-day smoker in her in her heyday, in her 30s. Wow. And, yeah, I mean, but that was like in the 70s and shit. Um, you know, back then, doctors were still getting over the fact that smoking was bad for you, and they were still, like half of them were still smoking. Yeah, pregnant, fucking... with, pregnant women would smoke too. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> Hey, that explains a this, lot. Like if they had sonograms back then, you could just see like the doctor like just <laughs> puffing on the cigarette on one hand, and he's got like the magic wand in the other, right? and the nurse has got the gel in one hand, her cigarette in her mouth, and she's like got a chart in one hand, and the mom's sitting there smoking away, and they're all looking at a monitor. 
Oh man, uh, what it would live, what it would be like to live back then, where they're like sin was everywhere and nobody knew it. Right? <laughs> it's like, hey, all this shit is bad for you. Let's do it. Let's do it. And all and all the shit that we think is bad for you, we're going to make that illegal. And put not mayonnaise give it to you. in everything. Oh God! Make a make a Midwestern salad in quotation marks. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and put fat on everything and call it a day. Yes. Eat the fattiest shit you can and the highest amount of carbohydrates you can. Oh my God, I'm so bad. So, uh, what's one, what's one absolute deal breaker for you and not pre-rinsing? Oh, no, no, that's not, that's not, like I said, that's, that's close to a deal breaker, Mm -hmm. but it's not quite because that's something that a person, like, if you talk it, I I think that's something a person, like you said, Mm -hmm. you're overcoming it. So I think if you really have a relationship with a person and you can, they can overcome it if they know it really bothers you. If it really is going to bother you, they'll they'll make the conscious effort to do it. And if they slip up every now and then, hey, it's a slip up every now and then. That's not a big deal. Um, what would be a big deal breaker for me is, um, a person who for one does not care. It's like a twofold thing. They don't care about their own fitness and they don't care about my fitness. Cause that's a really big part of my life. Like going to the gym, you know, with my genetics, um, I'm Southern Italian, uh, I'm pretty sure my sister's going to listen to this, but you know, I'm I'm not trying to be meaner, but my sister's a rather heavy woman. Um, I've been known to be like up to 270 pounds at one point in my life and I'm five foot 10. That was not a good look for me at all. And that was, you know, a wrestler in college and I was always in shape. So, um, to me, fitness is extremely important and I'm not saying the person has to, they don't have to work out every day. They don't, they don't have to like be a gym buff. They don't have to fucking, you know, take creatine and take protein and eat six meals a day and do all that shit. Um, but the fact that they can make a conscious effort for their health, whether it be through nutrition or, um, you know, activity, as long as the person wants to be active and they know that it's a very important part of my life and they don't try to take me away from that. Because mm-hmm. once that happens, I'm like, no, that's always going to be a part of my life. I'm always going to work. I mean, I want to be like that, you know, like Arnold Schwarzenegger is still working out in his mm-hmm. 70s. And yeah, he doesn't look good. But he looks better than most guys his age out there. He's still looking pretty damn, you know, pretty damn beefy. So that's that's my main thing is is a person who doesn't take care of themselves, take care of their body. If you don't take care of your body, you're not for me, you know. It's interesting because I've been listening to this. I don't know if you've ever heard And I'm not saying you have to be skinny. You just have to be able to take care of your body. I'm sorry. I just want to throw that in there. <laughs> okay. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it's on you. But, but like, because I didn't want people to misconstrue that. No, she has to be like, you know. 36, 24, 36. No, mm-hmm. just if I don't mind a thicker woman at all. Actually, I prefer a thicker woman. I prefer a woman with a big number. But the thing about it is, as long as that person's eating healthy and trying, you don't have to have a six pack. You know, sorry. God, <laughs> my <you>. apologies. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it just reminded me, I, I'm listening to this. Uh, so, Jay Shetty, he's like this, uh, I, he's a book writer. Um, he talks a lot about relationships, especially like on TikTok. And um, apparently he was a monk for several years. Uh, like, like a, a Buddhist or like yeah, a... Yeah, like, like a, a Buddhist monk. Okay, because I was thinking yeah. like, like Buddhist or Jesuit. Yeah, you know? so um, he's like of like Indian uh, descent. So like, like Indian, East Indian? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And... Um, so oh good, we are using proper proper <laughs> terms here. Yes. So he was talking in his book of something called Dharma. So your Dharma is like whatever your passion is oh. and whatever um, 
yeah whatever your passion is and then you like you in a relationship would support your your partner's passion because if you take that away then you're gonna like you're gonna take something up. they're not gonna be fulfilled by whatever their passion yeah, it's is like, it's like you're taking a part of their soul right so in a relationship you need like you should like support your person's dharma but like if it conflicts with like I don't know uh, finances or like supporting your household or like those like main duties then you have a conversation about it yeah and not you're not taking it away because you know that that it, that fulfills that person you that, got but you got to find a compromise at right. some point yeah absolutely of course, of course. absolutely and and that has always been the hardest thing for me getting into a relationship now that I'm older is because I've compromised so much when I was younger I don't want to compromise that much of myself anymore and you shouldn't no no I shouldn't but at the same token I know that I'm gonna have to make some sacrifices when I when I'm with someone but that's part of growing and that's part of changing and that's part of wanting to be with someone because you can't have everything your way all the time. It's not right. fucking, uh, every relationship is a fucking Burger King. Yeah, I mean, um, if I... ain't home with a Whopper if, unless if you're you looking down. If you and I happen to be together, I just like, like... like no, the, we, we're using this as a hypothetical. Hypothetical. Yeah, yeah. And you leave a towel on the bed and you forget. Like, I, this is the next... Like, it's just going to be like, oh, okay. Like, something I'm just going to have to, like, live with sometimes. Yeah, but just, you know, and, and if you give me a... Rob, you left your towel on the bed. You know what? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to be. I will try to be more conscientiously aware right. about it because I, if if I knew that bothered you, mm-hmm. and we were dating, I'd be like, yeah, no, no, this, I, I got to change that about myself. And that's something small because I should be able to come. I mean, that's not even a big sacrifice. That's just no. like, dude, be aware of yourself, bro. Just like yeah, and check you, yourself. You're living. Bro. You're living with somebody else who has different habits, mm-hmm. and some of your habits are gonna be weird to the other person. Like picking my ass after like shitting. That, I'm I, totally kidding. I, I, was, <laughs> I didn't know about that. <laughs> no, no, that was a joke. No, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of a weird habit that I had. I don't know why I pulled that one out. Like, um, I, I might seem like I, I'm pretty clean for the most part. Yeah. But I do have this weird habit, especially when I was like working out because I work from home. Uh, especially when I was like working in the office, I would leave my shoes everywhere. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Oh, that's bad. And you trip over that shit too. All the I time. know. And I, I, I've been more conscious of it because of the Roomba. I, I lived with a person that did that too. Like they had their, their fucking pumps like in the middle of the living room, and I fucking I had like a plate in my hand and trip over the fucking pump. Oh my god. So the night that and the I peas fell on the floor <laughs> and the carpet. The night that I fell on my leg and I skinned my leg together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I totally left my shoes in the middle of the living room. <laughs> but I was also like, I had a lot of drinks that night. I didn't really feel like, you know, I just felt like declothing in the middle of the living room and then going to bed. Defrocking, if you Defrocking. Defrocking. Yeah. And then laying in the... Uh, That's like one habit that I have that I know that can, be, that can be it. Were you completely in the nude? I, I was not. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I, you gotta wear a t-shirt to bed. Uh, that or like a night dress. Oh, okay. I'm 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 a. I, I like wearing short shorts. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, you because know, I it's like I get hot, but at the same time I get cold. So yeah. <laughs> it's like it's weird. So if I get cold, I can put the comforter on me. But yeah. if I'm hot, I can take it off and I have the shorts. At least you know my man parts are nice and warm. Yeah. You know, but which is you have to keep their temperature regulated. I why well, isn't that what the the, uh, the having the exterior scrotum? Yes, does? exactly. Oh yeah, scientific terms. The oh, scrotum. Yeah, this is talk about a lot of fertility, like oh my God. changing the uh, temperature. Anyway, we could talk about. No, I'm just laughing because. <laughs> okay, a little, another quick sidebar before we end. <laughs> uh, seventh grade, I'm riding the bus to school, and this is how I found out about this word. Uh, 
this kid was sitting all the way in the back and he, you know all the bad kids sit in the back of the bus back then you know mm -hmm. now it's like all the bad kids want to sit up front and all the cool kids it's really weird um, but all the bad kids sat all the way in the back so um, and I was new to the area it was my first uh, my first Orlando school if you will Orlando area school and it was a little different because you know coming from South Florida I came from a big mix of cultures and coming here it was I felt like you could still see a little bit of that deep South divide like, because like, okay, growing up, all my friends in South Florida were Hispanic, Black, you know, Haitian, um, Puerto Rican, you know, just a, a big mix, Asian, um, you know, and I come here, and it was a lot of black and white, and there were Hispanics mixed in too, but Hispanics were kind of categorized with the black community, mm -hmm. especially at my high school. I don't want to say which high school it is, but in the late '90s, this high school, you could see the divide, and if you were a, a darker skinned person that played. Uh, a sport basketball footballer you were cool with the white people mm -hmm. and i was actually kind of because i was italian i was kind of grouped in with um with you know hispanics and you know and black people like to to, to the mainstream white people i'm not trying to like you know say anything but like clicks in high schools in yeah the 90s yeah and like and all the white the rich white kids that grew up in in the area like they didn't like me at all but all my friends ended up being hispanic and i spoke spanish because i grew up in south florida anyway so how i found out about this word we got another sidebar so i found out about this word was it was this crazy white kid and this was like the grunge era so he wore like half dirty clothes and those big ass Janko jeans Janko with a chain with a chain oh yeah before the chains were outlawed in school so you could still wear the chain it's like you know the first two years they were coming out and you know he looked greasy because you know they, they those kids like never washed mm -hmm. and they always looked fucking greasy and they always had like a shit ton of acne and they always had the hair covering their eyes they were like uh emo before emo was mm -hmm. emo <laughs> that's meta right that's so meta um and uh he Sad would kid. he would always but, but he was a funny ass dude and he would always stand up uh, at the back he hated this one kid on the bus and every time this kid would get off the bus he would stand up at the back and go scrotum <laughs> you scrotum <laughs> at this kid and i'm like what the fuck and that was that was pretty much my introduction to uh to the public schools of the Central Florida area. White Very kids nice. yelling scrotum at people. That was great. Wonderful. Yeah, like I was growing up down south, you had to worry about kids stealing your Game Boy and shit up here. You had to worry about kids calling you a fucking scrotum. <laughs> what the fuck? I'd rather be called a scrotum than my Game Boy be stolen. My Game Boy got stolen in sixth grade. I was so pissed. I would be pissed. Oh, no. This how, about my, how about the Tamagotchi pet? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I never got into those, but God, those were fucking annoying. <laughs> They would die all the time. I just thought they were annoying as hell because everybody had them and I didn't. <laughs> I'm like, I can't have them. It has, them. I'm so, it has I'm so absolutely annoyed. nothing to do with whether or not they were cool. It's just like you didn't get one. But then, but then I, you know, people would let me play with their Tamagotchis, right? You know, at school, you know, at lunch, you pass them around, other kids would play with them and stuff. And yeah, they'd always fucking die. They would. They would always fucking die. It's like, how much did you have to take care of this thing? And it would, like, you'd see girls crying and they're like, my Tamagotchi died. I'm like, you're a fucking seventh grader. Get over it. I'm like, I'm like I can't I can't leave it alone for one period. Or, the, or what was that? The Furby. Oh, the Furbies. Oh. I didn't have a Furby. Oh, man. Those things were fucking weird. Those were weird. All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> on weird Furbies. On weird Furbies and things that we grew up with, I think maybe we should end this. Uh, yeah, I think we had a, had a pretty good good chat today. And, uh, what What do you think our next topic is going to be? Is that uh, the narcissistic one or? We can talk about that narcissistic one. Okay. All right. So maybe. 
maybe we're gonna do that one or that was the, was that the, with the red flags the red flags yeah it's red like flags um within the first like three dates mm -hmm. yeah so we, we got a choice either narcissism in a relationship dealing with a narcissist or uh finding red flags in three dates so we'll see as episodes three and four for you we hope you all uh enjoyed the last hour hanging out with us and 15 minutes wherever we got so thank you please like and subscribe and leave us a review on whatever device you you're listening to this on palabra word. palabra word peace thank you bye